0: This is Upstate's Health Link on Air. Linda Cohen here with you. Shingles is a painful skin rash that can have debilitating effects on sufferers, especially older adults. Here with more on this disease and some new research efforts to fight it is Dr. Jennifer Moffitt, Associate Professor of Microbiology and Immunology at Upstate Medical University. Welcome, thank you so much for coming in, Dr. Moffitt.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, it's my pleasure to be here.
0: So you've recently embarked on a project to test some new drugs to treat shingles. Tell us about that.
1: Yes, I'm part of a nationwide group that is uh, tasked to identify new antiviral drugs, test them, and then uh, hopefully enter those drugs into clinical trials.
0: So let's start by helping people understand. I, I know it's often bandied about, there's a lot of ads on television about shingles. What exactly is shingles? Well, shingles
1: is a disease caused by a virus. It's caused by the varicella zoster virus. And it occurs when the virus that we all had as chickenpox, as children,
0: reactivates from a nerve and reaches the skin as a very painful rash. And it's blistery and red and kind of ugly and hurting, that kind of thing?
1: Oozy, itchy, and painful. And it can occur in various places in the body? Yes, it does. It's um, often on the head and face, the back, around the waist. So what's unique about it is it's usually on one side of the body. Can it also affect the eyes? Yes, and that's a very serious condition called um, zoster ophthalmicus, and that can cause life-threatening infections and even damage the tear ducts and the retina.
0: So, who is most at risk for shingles? I mean, I know you're saying people who have had chickenpox, mm-hmm. but is it the kind of thing that anyone who's had chickenpox will develop shingles at some point?
1: Yes. In fact, more than 90% of people have the virus right now in their bodies, in their nerves, um, and it just is waiting to reactivate. And that occurs as we get older, we lose our immun- immunological memory but also in people who are immunosuppressed. So what we need is, um, what happens is that the virus just pops out when our immune system
0: isn't looking. Is it also a, a, um, more prone to pop out, so to speak, mm-hmm. under times of stress? I mean, are there other triggers that might cause it to occur?
1: We think so, and stress is uh, bad for the immune system. But we have no real evidence of a particular trigger other than um, immunosuppression, um, and a, that occurs. And age.
0: But immunosuppression often occurs, obviously, if somebody's in cancer treatment. Is that what you're referring yes, to? Yes,
1: cancer treatment, or transplants, or I- even immunosuppression from steroids.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but it it seems to me that so you're saying any? Well, is it everyone who? Uh, has had chicken pox is likely to get shingles, or is it that you know it's it's, it's more random than it that? is
1: random, but if you live to be eighty years old, your chance of shingles is about fifty fifty and that's a that's a lot of people, so every year we we grow older our our risk increases slightly, yes, so is it contagious,
0: much like chickenpox is contagious
1: um chicken pox is extremely contagious from child to child and shingles is the same virus. So a person who has an open rash can transmit that virus to children who've never had chickenpox, and they would then get chickenpox. Um, You can't give another person shingles, however, because the disease happens when it reactivates from inside our own body.
0: So it's a little bit different than having chickenpox per se. Yes. But what you're saying is it's, it's the virus can be shed, yes. and then picked up by someone who is basically has had no um, immunization. That's right. But tell us if, but children are immunized today routinely. Yes.
1: we're very lucky in this country that um, that we have a live vaccine called Verivax, and this is given to kids at about twelve months old, and again a second dose in about twelve years old.
0: So, what currently? how do we treat shingles? In other words, what is the the treatment of choice for Mm. shingles today? The best
1: outcome would be to know that you have shingles early, within three days or so of that rash, and to get a Cyclovir. It's a very easy drug to take, and it comes in several versions. Um, Valtrex and Famvir are very good other uh, names for this drug. And if it's taken early, it does reduce the duration, of the rash, and most importantly, that severe pain syndrome that can linger for months. That's called post neuralgia, and the drugs are so important
0: for uh, preventing that. Are there other drugs that you also take, like for pain, pain medication type drugs along with it?
1: Um, of course, you can take all the over the counter pain drugs, but in fact, this is not an easy pain syndrome to treat because it's coming from inside the nerve. And so, normal pain relievers don't help a lot, and neither do narcotics.
0: How about something like Lyrica, which has been yeah. said to be a drug that is.
1: Lyrica is given, or gabapentin, the neurontin. Those really act on the nerve itself. Uh, they're not as helpful as we would like
0: but are there as you, you were alluding to are there sequelae are there things lingering symptoms that last well mm-hmm. beyond yes this post and do they ever go away i guess
1: well um, we would hope so postherpetic neuralgia can affect nerves in the especially the face the body. uh, It's severe pain syndrome. Very difficult to treat. And I personally have a relative. She's 99 years old and has suffered from this pain for more than 10 years. Mm. So... I don't think for her it's ever going away. For most people, it lasts um, six months to a year and, and dwindles with time.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to Upstate's Health Link on air, I'm Linda Cohen along with researcher Dr. Jennifer Moffat. We're talking about shingles. So obviously you want to start your antiviral treatment. Quickly as, er, as early as possible, mm-hmm. but how does one recognize shingles? <laughs> it's uh, very
1: uh, funny at first. It starts off as tingling or itching in a strange part of the body, like the top of your head or the sp- your shoulder blade. And people often just think, "Oh, that's silly." But it feels like ants are on the skin or tickling. If that gets worse or lasts more than a day, and you you think of it, call your doctor right away. Get in to see them, because the sooner the antiviral
0: drugs are started, the better the outcome. But does the rash, in other words, can you treat without the rash in terms of a diagnosis? If you just have that feeling of ants on your back, (laughs) is that sufficient to take an antiviral?
1: Most doctors would say no, but in fact, um, acyclovir is such an easy drug to take that some good doctors might give it to you just to prevent shingles if you were at risk if you're over 50, if you just have take steroids, they might go for it. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to talk to your doctor if you have any unusual tingling, especially on one side of the body.
0: How about, um, so basically, I know that you're working on drugs to treat the mm-hmm. disease when it's full blown. Mm-hmm. But how do we prevent shingles? I know that's, mm. It's all over every yeah. co- commercial on television these days, obviously yeah. hitting a certain demographic, right? who are the boomers who are over well over fifty at this point. Yeah. so what what's the current treatment? I'm sorry, preventive,
1: yeah, methodology Merck, um makes this vaccine called Zostavax. It's a live virus and it's uh, effective at preventing shingles in about half of people. Uh, It also prevents that pain syndrome about 90% of the time, which is very, very good. And certainly worthwhile to get the vaccine to prevent a
0: case of shingles, but especially to prevent the pain. But what's interesting is you say only half the people. Yeah. So in other words, you can get the Zostavax and still get shingles. That's right. We can't
1: prevent it 100% with this vaccine, but most of the cases are milder. Uh, in people who've been vaccinated. So I recommend the vaccine and it's approved for people over 60 years old who can have a live vaccine. Not everyone can.
0: So the live vaccine is another virus? Is that what you said? No.
1: It is the same vaccine as they give to children, but it's a much higher dose for adults.
0: Oh, that you, in terms of getting your immune system. Yes. It's able a boost. Yeah. So it's a way of fighting that invading virus so to speak. Yes. And or it gets your body our ready to immune fight immune
1: system and, and prevents our gives us a natural boost to prevent
0: shingles. You know? So now the new drugs mm. that are coming out for shingles and these are drugs not to prevent but to treat, yes. am I correct? Yes. So they would take the place of the acyclovir? Yes, or enhance it. So tell us about that and that's yeah. what you're beginning to work on. That's
1: right. I'm lucky enough to um work with chemists who can develop certain drugs. And right now the project that we're working on is with nanoviricides. This is a small company in Connecticut that has developed nanoparticles that are loaded with drugs that fight the virus. So we're doing some tests for them, helping them identify their best leads that they can bring forward into into trials.
0: So tell me about the mechanism, because when you say nanoparticles, Mm -hmm. immediately my brain goes to these, you know... (laughs) Hard to see, never to see, yes. very, very infinitesimally mm-hmm. small little things that are going to be laden with drugs. So how does yes. it work? Well, these are uh, little tiny
1: molecules that are attracted to the viruses. So viruses have special properties, and these particles are designed to stick to them. And this then almost con- like a heat-seeking missile. Yeah. They're binding to the virus particles, and this delivers the drug right where you need it onto the viruses, and onto the infected cells.
0: And the drug does what?
1: The drug will stop the virus from growing and from you know making its life cycle complete. And this blocks it in time for our own defenses to come clear out that virus.
0: So basically, it would not be given as a preventive meth- methodology. No. It would be given when shingles sh- showed up, much yes. like you would give the acyclovir.
1: Yes. Acyclovir is given as a pill. But what we're looking for is something that can be applied right to the rash, right on top of the virus. And that's something we don't have right now.
0: So that would be the kind of thing if you had it, let's say you had a a rash, Mm full-blown rash, in various parts of your body, Mm -hmm. you would put it on all over, everywhere the rash showed itself? Is that the goal? Yeah,
1: we would just try to create some kind of topical Treatment, an ointment or a lotion, a gel, that could be put right onto the rash.
0: And would that last and basically eradicate? Mm.
1: Well, it would reduce its spread and keep it from being contagious. That's helpful, but hopefully cause less damage to the nerves. So
0: currently, are you doing this in mice? What's your model, and how are you getting this accomplished?
1: Well, we have a multi-step model where the compounds come to us, and we test them first in cultured cells in the lab and if they look good and potent then we move up toward animal studies and we use mice because they're mammals and then we can study how the drug behaves in a in a warm-blooded mammal so we use a um, couple dozen mice and we test them there and if the drugs look good after that test the company can use that data to apply for um
0: FDA approval for a clinical trial so where are you in this process and When do you imagine that some of these will go to human trial? Well, we've been
1: lucky to be involved with some compounds that aren't currently in clinical trials. Are not? They are. Oh, they are? Yes. For one of them, I'm very pleased, is called NMCT, and it is in clinical trials in Canada right now for shingles. Wow. And we've found a way to apply it as a lotion. And, in fact, a patent was filed for that um, process. Wow. So we're excited to be part of that. That is very exciting.
0: Yeah. Will you be continuing to look for other drugs, or would this, if this seems yeah. to be the winner out, yeah. of, the, uh, out oh. of these, will this be the one that you run with, so to speak?
1: Um, I'm hopeful that my pipeline of drugs will always be full because that makes research exciting. But it's also important because viruses change very quickly. And we're always going to need- They're ahead them. of us all yes. the time. <laughs> <laughs> they mutate quickly. And we always need more drugs waiting in the wings because some people don't do well on certain drugs and need another one. And sometimes the virus changes and we need another drug.
0: Very quickly, how did you get involved in shingles and why? Oh,
1: in, back in the 90s, I um, joined a lab and learned to really focus on this virus. That's when I was at Stanford University as a postdoc. And for some reason, it just captured my attention and I've been going with
0: it ever since. So you'll continue to work in shingles then? That's, Certainly. That's where you yes. really hope to work. Yes. Well, I have to thank you so much for coming in and sharing all this with me. I mean, bottom line, just give us the mm-hmm. last bottom line. What do people need to know for shingles then if you're going to give advice
1: we're all at risk watch out for strange feelings get treatment early and get the vaccine
0: especially after you've turned 60 yes thank you so much my guest has been dr jennifer moffitt she's associate professor of microbiology and immunology at upstate medical university i'm linda cohen you're listening to upstate's HealthLink on air